I'm back. Let's go. We're gonna talk about fear in this episode because you asked. So enjoy. Music by Flow. Check the description down below for more. I got some notes again, so uh, you know we got some things to talk about. Um, you wanted me to talk about fear. Now fear is an interesting thing because it's, on the one hand, you would think a necessary emotion or feeling in order to protect, and on the other hand, it's such a stupid thing. Because usually what we fear is the unknown and nothing else. And then as soon as you figure out the unknown, there's no fear anymore in most cases. So we're going to talk about educated and uneducated fear, which is basically fear of the unknown and fear in order to protect and not get hurt, which would be educated fear and uneducated fear would be fear of the unknown. So that's going to come up. First, we're going to talk about what is fear. Just in general, some brief explanations and a couple other words that are sort of synonyms or at least not synonyms, but you know, similar to fear. Then we're going to discuss why do we fear things? Do we need fear? And then we'll just talk a little bit more about just the day to day things and the educated and the non-educated. So what is fear? You could say, like I said, that fear is a defense mechanism so you don't get hurt. With fire, for example. A flame is obviously hot. If you put your hand above it, it's warm. If you put your finger through it, it hurts. Or not. But it could hurt. You know? So that would be... Educated fear, I guess, if you're afraid of fire, because it's in order to protect yourself from not getting hurt. So obviously, if you see a fire, you're not going to run into the fire because you know what happens when you do that. Most people, at least, if you've never been burned by a flame, then you don't. Like a child, you know. The first time a child gets hurt by a flame, that's how they get educated by the fact that it hurts and then eventually they have fear for fire but not necessarily in a way that is limiting psychologically it's simply a defense mechanism so you don't get hurt anyway let's first talk about some other words because fear you could you could say you have dread which is anticipate with great apprehension of fear fright a sudden intense feeling of fear alarm an anxious awareness of danger which would be more to educated fear instead of uneducated. Panic, sudden uncontrollable fear or anxiety causing wild behavior. I've just written down the first uh, definition of all of these words because they will come up a little bit more. Terror, extreme fear, trepidation, fear or anxiety about something that may happen. Now with some of these words you already hear that like dread, anticipate, with great apprehension of fear. Trepidation, fear or anxiety about something that may happen. Some of these talk about something that may happen, that could happen. It's all anticipation. It's not actually based upon fucking facts. It's just the mind that's like, this could happen, this may happen. Maybe this, maybe that, blah, blah, blah. You're scared because you usually don't know what it is then as soon as you figure out what it is that you were afraid of like the flame you know the first time you might be afraid of a flame when you get hurt but eventually you figure out why you get hurt and then it's more of an educated fear and it's not even really fear i would say but just to explain so there's different kinds of fear but fear mostly exists in the mind and it's not actually something real because i would say even though I'm saying now that you sometimes have educated fears as a means of protection, right? Let's say someone pulls out a gun and in an aggressive manner, then that's pretty logical of you to get afraid. But that's a different kind of fear, I would say, 
compared to something that you don't know what would happen. And I will later on tell some more stories or things that could play into uh, uneducated fear and how we create a lot of scenarios because we anticipate things to happen instead of educated fear by something pulls someone pulls a gun and obviously there's a chance you can die because if someone shoots you in the head there's there's a big chance you're not going to survive that so that would be you know a good way to be like okay i'm sort of afraid of that so i'm gonna dip i'm gonna go somewhere else i'm gonna like fuck this i'm not gonna stay or maybe you're walking uh on a mountain like on cliffside and it doesn't even matter if you're afraid of heights or not you know, on this side you can just walk normally and then here's a cliff. And obviously you're not going to go that way because you could fall. So that would also be educated fear because you know that if you do fall, you're dead. Because how, or how are you going to survive falling off a cliff, right? That's also educated fear. I'm now gonna, just going to ramble. So let's just go to why do we fear things. And then this will all come up later. This first part was just mostly about uneducated and educated fear. And just simply that most things we fear are uneducated fear. And in the other ones that I just explained, it's good to have fear. But I would not even like to call it fear. It's just more of a defense mechanism. But why do we fear things? As I just said, mostly as a means of self-preservation. Because you don't want to die or get hurt or whatever. And again with the flame you get burned. If you fall off a cliff, you probably die. If you see someone with a gun, you know if the person shoots you, you probably die, right? If you're gonna run in front of a driving car, you're probably gonna die or you're gonna get hurt, right? These kinds of fear are simply there to protect yourself, to protect the physical body and to make sure that you're gonna be okay. Those are good kinds of fear, I guess. Do we need fear? No. And this is why I just said, I would not like to call it fear actually, the educated fear in order to prevent hurt or anything. We do call it fear, and I can't really think of another word right now, but you know what I mean. It's not necessarily fear, it's simply like you know what's gonna happen if you do step in front of a driving car, if you get shot in the head, blah blah blah. So do we really need fear? Yes and no. Because obviously you go through things that teach you these things, that educate you on the threat, that educate you on the fear, right? Because the first time you see a flame again, you don't know if it's gonna hurt you or not because you've never seen a flame, you've never felt a flame, you've never, like you don't know. Or a heater, for example. If it's off, it's cold, so you might have touched one before. Then another time it's on and you touch it again and all of a sudden you burn your hand. You only know that through experience, right? So after that you might fear them because you're afraid it's going to happen again. But that again is kind of a fear for self-preservation. Now currently in the world, I don't have to tell you <laughs> that there's a lot of fear. But after everything I just said, would you say that that is educated or non-educated fear? uneducated fear, whatever you want to name it. I would like to say that it's uneducated fear. Now, I don't want to make this podcast episode about David, but um, if you have any kind of brain and you use it, that's mostly the point. If you use your brain, you use your discernment, you use you know, your ability to research things, to look at things with intuition and also logically. So that's both sides of the brain, okay? Because the left side is logical and the right, the right hemisphere is intuition and those kinds of things. If you use both of them and you look into the world, then you could see that, that most of the fears that are there right now are uneducated fears. They are anticipations of something that may happen. They are all not based upon facts. Now you might say, but there are fact checkers. We all know they're bullshit. So, most of them are uneducated fears and they will come up later because we create a lot of scary scenarios through anticipation, through suggestion. Suggestion is a very good way to manipulate people. Now you might think, this, this is gonna kind of be all over the place because there's a lot of interesting things about fear and those kinds of things. You might think if you want to manipulate someone that you should straight up lay out a plan 
and on how you should manipulate them and how they should be able to think and this that blah 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 but actually suggestion based manipulation is one of the worst kinds because we have quite the imag imagination now in another video i said that we don't have quite the imagination because the universe has a way bigger imagination which is very true but that was with regards to manifesting but we are really good at creating scenarios where we are either the hero or the victim usually one of the two sometimes there's kind of this neutral in between but we are usually one of the two especially guys guys always like to come up with scenarios where they can be the hero or help someone or whatever i'm not a woman so i don't know but i know that guys usually like to do that which is kind of funny but suggestion based manipulation is one of the worst kinds because you leave room for you guessed it uneducated fears anticipations something may happen if you straight up tell someone this is what could happen you know what to avoid right if i tell you there's a candle here if you put your hand above that for too long you'll get burned if you put your hand straight into the fire you're also gonna get burned there's no single suggestion there that is simply a fact you know that it's true so you're gonna avoid that you don't you know what you shouldn't do and that's it so you're not really afraid right because why would you be afraid you would only be afraid if someone would force your hand into it or or you or yourself because you know then i'm going to get burned but because there's no suggestion in there because it's straight up fact you know don't put your hand above it for too long and definitely don't put your hand into it that's it so what do you do everything but that so it's educated fear uneducated fear is what you see in the world right now with all of these bs stories all of these weird ass things they keep changing stories they keep filling them with suggestions because they barely tell you any facts they keep gaps and holes in the stories for you to fill in which is how we create these fear stories and it's basically fear porn so the uneducated are walking outside like headless chicken with 20,000 masks on their head they wash their hands every five seconds and they barely they barely dare to look someone in the fucking eyes because they almost think if you look at me I'm going to get the bit, right? I, I just named this as an example because it's such a good example for fear but we'll come up to some other ones later. And then the educated people are walking outside looking around and they're just like what the fuck is even going on because there's nothing to, to be afraid of, right? And I will explain a bit more in a second about why it is so... Uh, why you are so vulnerable when you live in fear because it's a very low emotion it's it leaves gaps it's it compresses it um, it contracts i should say it's heavy it takes away a lot of energy and also like again it's that's talking about uneducated fear it leaves so much suggestion that you just start fantasizing about all these things that could happen based upon zero facts and when I say facts, like I, I even don't like the word facts because the truth is so relative, right? There's this one example where someone writes a six on the floor. And if you would stand there, you would see a nine and I'm standing here, I would see a six, right? Because it's turned around. So truth is very relative. Now you might say not every truth is relative because the sun comes up every day. You could say that's not true, it's still gonna come up. Now obviously, I know there's not one answer that fits all but uneducated fear suggestion based fear it's the worst kind of fear that there is because you will fantasize about all kinds of things mostly also based upon your previous experience in life and again the less experience you have the more bullshit stories you're gonna make up in your head because you justify them through this gap that's in the story that people tell you because you've been manipulated with suggestion based manipulation so do we need fear sort of but usually only in the beginning stages of someone right and now with the flame example as i just explained you figure out that it's not a good idea to put your hand in there usually after it happens once or someone told you not to do it or you see someone else do it with the walking off a cliff thing it's different because you usually don't have to go through that in order to know you should not jump off a cliff right because you can just logically be like okay i don't think that's a very good idea so you don't even have to be afraid you can just logically say like that's dumb i'm not gonna jump off the cliff i already mentioned fear contracts it's heavy it's dense it's draining 
Love is kind of the opposite. It expands. Love is light and is recharging. Now, I wrote on the back here too. Fear, fuck everything and run. Or fear, face everything and rise. Now, I've written that down because fear keeps you in the flight or fight response, right? The reptilian brain, that little part of our mind that is just... It's an interesting part of the mind, but it's not very useful. Now again, it's useful for protection, but then again, again, that's only when you have the uneducated fears, suggestion-based fears. You're gonna choose fight or flight, but if you know and are educated on the subject, whatever it is that you may fear, then there's no reason to be afraid. Now there are some kinds of fears that are like fear of snakes, fear of heights. These kinds of things usually have to do with trauma either from this life or another lifetime usually things like fear of heights have to do with other lifetimes because if you would have fallen off a great height you would have probably died in this lifetime so sometimes someone has fallen off a great height in another lifetime that's how they died and then in this lifetime because they are traumatized by that they are afraid of heights just a really simple example doesn't always have to be like that but that could be why someone is afraid of heights in this lifetime Someone could be afraid of a snake, maybe just simply because, you know, you've seen a lot of stuff about snakes and it's like, I don't know, they just creep me out, right? That doesn't have to be uneducated or educated. There, there are so many different kinds of fears. But the kinds of fears I kind of want to talk about, uh, or just in general, the part of fear that I kind of want to talk about is mostly the, the energetic side of it. What happens when you choose to embody fear? What happens when you get so lost in the fear through suggestion-based manipulation, either by someone else or by yourself, because you can manipulate yourself as well. Like what happens when you do that? Just think about that for a sec, because I'm gonna take a sip of my water here. I hope this all makes sense, by the way. It's, um, I'm never really afraid of anything anymore. Because honestly, I don't see the point. But I wasn't always like that. Now, I've never really been afraid of things. Until, yeah, well, sometimes. Until I then figured out why, or why I was afraid of something. So I went from uneducated fear to educated fear. Now, I'm an Aries as well, so I kind of go head first into things anyway. So, you know. That also has to do with it, I guess. And just because, you know, fear is a... Uh, of course, like I said, I have been afraid of some things. And I will explain you now what happens when you do get lost in fear. Because even though I say I've never really been afraid of things, there were some things that got me seriously scared. And... Um, that is suggestion-based manipulation again. But also uneducated fear. So let's talk about this. I can talk about this from my own experience because that's why I want to talk about the energetic side of it and ghosts and those kinds of things. Obviously, you can't see them, but you can feel things, right? So that leaves a lot of room for suggestion based manipulation, right? If you feel something, you can't see it, well, could be anything so if you feel a ghost let's just say that you run into a ghost I ran into a ghost let's just let us tell my own story I just I mean one of them there was a ghost in my house not this house another one it's just a spirit right but let's just call it ghost whatever and you know at first I wasn't really I did I knew because it was like widely known that the, the, the whole house was full with them. There were like three or four in the house. The reason is that we had the, it's called the Watersnoodsram in Dutch. Basically, uh, a big, big part of the Netherlands was flooded because almost like two thirds or one third, I don't even know, the Netherlands is on the water. So a big part was flooded and a couple people died in that home. Now, obviously that's a long time ago. It's like 60 years ago or something. So right now, people are still living in that home. 
people that are alive. So, if you open the door from the home, you could see into a hallway, which was like, I don't know, 10 meters, then there was a door and then there was another hallway. But the end of the hallway was always dark, like really, really dark. But when you would open the front door, you could see someone standing there. Which was, you know, most people would freak the fuck out by that. I didn't really freak out, but I also didn't really like it. Because here's the thing. I'm just gonna tell a random story about a couple things in this home. I will later on explain what the fear has to do with this. You could see someone there. So obviously the first time you go into that home, you see that and you're like, what the fuck? Well, maybe you don't. And then you just walk upstairs. Now that's the thing. When you walked upstairs, you could hear footsteps behind you almost synchronized with your own footsteps but not right not quite like just one behind right so doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. you would hear your own and then just after that you would hear another one well no one walking behind you well there was but not physically that was also kind of freaky right there was a toilet down there if you would close that door doesn't matter every single fucking morning when you would came there come there the door was open and we tried everything, right? Maybe it was a draft, anything. No, the door was just like, you could not open the door without actually opening the door. Every day, the door would be open. That was that same spirit. So that was the first one in that home. Now, kind of freaky, right? Three-story home, though. On the second story, there was also a ghost. That one didn't really care, though. That one was not as annoying as the one downstairs. I will explain in a second why they do these things and why fear plays so much into it and why you should not be afraid, no matter what they do. The one downstairs that you saw in the hallway and that walks upstairs with you and that opens the toilet door, that one was just a dickhead. <laughs> the one on the second story just vibing, didn't really care. Sometimes he used to spook you out, but he was kind of laugh after that and he was just, you know, kind of the joker. But then there was another one on the third story, the attic. The attic. <laughs> now that one, that one just, that one was really scary. Because first of all, that one used to come onto the room that I used to sleep. It was not my home, it was a home of a buddy of mine. Well, I, I've lived there for a little bit as well with him. So sometimes that, that one used to come into the room and then throw stuff around in the middle of the night or just turn off the television but not fully but on the snow uh, the snow image right the black and white snow dots it's freaky as fuck you're just vibing all of a sudden the room gets cold your feet get hot and the telly goes on the snow screen just like you see in the movies right so yeah kind of freaky and there used to be stuff sitting on the shelves let's say this the shelf if you're only listening you can't see it but it's all the way on the back of the shelf against the wall and all of a sudden it falls on the ground there's no way that that just randomly happened. No, something was throwing shit off on the ground. This one was kind of like the one on the bottom floor. It really liked to play with your fears. And especially when you went to the bathroom. So, in the bathroom sometimes, you used to go in. And it would either smack the door behind you. Which is really fucking freaky. I don't like bathrooms. Well, at the moment, I don't really care anymore. And same with mirrors. But back then, I still used to be quite a bit afraid of them because of these kinds of things. What do you think, you know, you walk into a fucking bathroom and all of a sudden the door smacks behind you and there's no one in the home, right? So it shouldn't be, it could not be a body or something. No, they just throw the door behind you. So, again, a lot of room for suggestion-based fear. And then you go stand on the, uh, next to the toilet you're just washing your hands, right? you're looking down, you're just chilling. You still have this thing in your head where you're like, sort of afraid because something smacked the door behind you. And you're like, I don't fucking know what that was, but you know because it's, you know that there's spirits there, but you're like, well, whatever. So you're just washing your hands. You look up into the mirror and all of a sudden you see someone standing behind you. But there's no one in the home. And it's all of you, you were alone in the bathroom. So how the fuck can you see someone standing behind you? Again, just like you see in the movies. From that point onwards, your boy was afraid of mirrors. <laughs> and not just a little bit. Like, you should not... Like, at the moment, again, I don't care anymore, I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> if you would, you know, put me in, in front of a mirror, especially at night, bro, horses, my mind would go fucking crazy. 
with suggestion-based fears, uneducated fears, and I would start to like not see things like that experience because that was an actual spirit, but I would start to create things that were similar to that. And I, I told this story really fucked up. That was not my best storytelling here. But anyway, it's not about the story. It's about the suggestion-based fears. So these are three ghosts in one house. And two of them, the one on the bottom floor and the one on the upper floor, all the way up. They used to thrive on people's fears. Now why do I tell this? stupid story that's not even really a story but it's just about the ghost because i can teach you about uneducated and educated fears right now and why you should not be afraid of anything like that let's take the ghost upstairs the one that used to throw stuff off the shelves the one that used to put the television on the snow screen and that used to appear in the mirror and smack the fucking bathroom door in your face well, in your back, I should say, because it used to, used to close the door behind you. Another freaky thing is that sometimes when you wanted to go out of the bathroom, it used to close the door, like keep it closed. Now, they can't do those things for very long because obviously they're not in the physical world. So it takes a lot of energy for them to do those kinds of things. So, you know, they can't really keep you there forever. But again, if you're alone in the home, you want to go out of a fucking room and you can't, and you know that there's no one else. The mind wants to go stir crazy with fears, and it wants to create all kinds of scenarios, and you get this this fright, right? A sudden intense feeling of fear. You get terror, extreme fear, and you get trepidation, fear or anxiety about something that may happen. And now that last one is fucked up, right? Because I used to live there, and it didn't happen all the time. Now, if it would happen every single time, like putting your finger in a fucking flame, that's not gonna hurt one out of five times. No, that's gonna hurt every single fucking time. It's warm. It's hot. You get burned. So again, you know, I should not put my hand in there. Simple. But with these kinds of things, that don't happen all the fucking time, you don't know. Right? So sometimes you go into the bathroom, there's nothing, everything is fine, it's all okay, but you still have this fear in your head that it may happen. And then another time, where you're like, ah, nothing's going to happen and you've kind of forgotten about it, bam, there they are, and you get freaked the fuck out. So let me talk about why you should not be afraid. Especially with things like ghosts, but just in general. I've said multiple times that we create everything here mentally. This whole experience, this whole life, everything you do, it happens inside of you. Even though there are physical things here, like this plant and whatever, you might get a signal from the outside, but as soon as it goes in, it gets translated and it gets created inside, the back of your head. Your smell, your feelings, everything, doesn't matter what it is. Now let me give you one more example before I will explain why it is that fear creates such terrible things. How is it that you can fall in your dream from extreme heights and feel exactly how it feels even though you've never fallen from an extreme height before? Because we can create everything inside of ourselves without having to actually ever experienced it before now with these ghost things they play into your emotions and some of them like i said like to feed off of your fear now some of you might have heard of luge that's another thing that's about you know i really want to talk about luge but that is basically fear and then there are certain entities and things that feed off of that which is true it does happen, it doesn't necessarily happen in the way that most people think it does though. It is simply uh, how the universe works, you attract things based upon your own vibration. So if you go and take the bathroom story and you know that there's a ghost there, which I did. At first I was scared 
and even back then I already knew a lot about spiritual things, I knew a lot about energy, I knew a lot about, you know, these things. It's like, this is a long time ago though, I think it's like 2013 or something like that. 2012 maybe? No, I think it's 2013. I already knew a lot about these things, but my approach was wrong. So, you go in a room like that. You know that something could happen because you know there's something there. So you get suggestion-based, uneducated fears. Now why is it that it's such a bad thing to have this? Or not necessarily bad, as in good or bad, but just in general. Because it, it attracts more of it, right? Well, I already gave the answer. Because it attracts more of it. You, like I just said, create it all. So if you go into an experience like that, into a room, thinking and suggesting to yourself that there may be something going wrong, that there is a reason to be fearful, before there is even actually something that happens to make you feel fear. You are already afraid before it happens, before you see the ghost in the mirror or before the, the door gets smacked behind you or before you feel the ghost, whatever it is. Because it's happened once, you think it could happen again, so you get suggestion-based fears. 9 out of 10 times after that, you create a similar experience yourself without the ghost actually being there. Now again I use the ghost story, but it could be with anything. Because we create what we think about. It's kind of a... Um, Weird episode, I guess. I hope it, it makes any sense, but... You might wonder now, if we create with our thoughts and our emotions and these kinds of things, which you've probably heard before, then why is it that with other emotions and things, you don't seem to get results as quickly as you do with fear? That is because fear is a very strong emotion, sort of. It's not that it's a weak emotion, it's a very low emotion, it's very dense, but it kind of like sucks up everything it comes into contact with, unless you are strong enough, mentally, to not let it do that. I said love expands and fear contracts, so if you are fearful, you're kind of like sucking up your own energy and thus because it contracts and it takes away you also attract other entities energies and things that will lift off of your fear so yes then you could run into spirits but most of the time what what happens first is that you run into your own thought forms so they might feel like a spirit or a ghost or whatever but they're not they're just your own thoughts because thoughts are beings too not in this realm but in the other energetic realms and the more energy you put into them the more capable they become of making their own thoughts and other things you have a thought and a thought form a thought form is simply a thought with, with a lot more energy so a thought is singular and a thought form is capable of also sending out thoughts. So if you put a lot of energy into suggestion-based uneducated fears of, for example, you going into the bathroom and either any scary scenario might happen of a door getting slammed behind you, seeing a ghost in the mirror getting hit in the face, I don't fucking know, getting scratches, those kinds of things. All of these suggestion-based fears, you put them into one single thought which becomes a thought form and because they come out of you, you run into them instantly because they are from you. And a thought form can make it seem like it's something else, but it's basically a manifestation of your own fears. I'm going all over the place with this fucking episode. I swear, I thought I had way more preparation when I went into this. I was like, yeah, I got this. I'll just talk about fear, but now I'm talking and I'm just like, jeez. I don't know if I'm actually saying what I'm trying to say in a constructive manner, so... What I'm trying to say is that... Fear... Is not good. 
and it creates everything you are afraid of because you are afraid of it. You should not... Oh well, you should do whatever the fuck you want, but you should not necessarily hold on to fears because you think they protect you or whatever. Unless, again, they are with something from which you know you're gonna get hurt, educated fears. With these other things, and then especially the ghosts and those kinds of things, the more fear you send out, the stronger they become. If they are an actual spirit, that is on a negative path because it's just bored. Usually they're just bored or lost or whatever and they're doing dumb shit. And you're gonna send fear, you're making them stronger. Now a lot of times, let's see if this is still recording or not, what I've been talking for. Now a lot of times we think that the spirit is really fucking strong, especially when they are bothering you in a negative way. They're not. They're not strong at all. Because you are in the physical, so you are much stronger than them. But because you are so afraid, you are filling them with energy and thus they become strong because they're using you. And they turn your thoughts against you, which in turn fuels them even more. And then eventually you can feel like you're looking death in the eye. Or usually not that far. Because when you feel like you're actually looking death in the eye, you've probably done something that wasn't very smart. And you've probably run into a demon of some sort because of things. And I will talk about that in another episode, probably the next one, when we're gonna talk about angels and demons. But it can be kind of similar, where you're, especially if you've never actually looked death in the eye, you can kind of feel like that. But you're just really filled with fear, and it's just because they turn your own fears against you. So, educated fears and uneducated fears. Do we really need fear? No. Oh yeah, here's another thing I kind of wanted to talk about. Again, I hope this this is... I don't think this is one of my better episodes, but hey. So I told the bathroom story simply because... I didn't even tell the story that great. Because it's kind of like... As soon as I dropped my fears for it... It just didn't... It was still there. Right, because I think the spirit is still there to this day. Because they did, they did not want to move on. Right, we can we can help them move on, right? Because they don't have to be stuck here. But some of them, like I said, they are just bored and annoying, and they just like to bother people. Those are one of them. They just like to bother people. But that's why you should not be afraid, because they can't do shit. Like actually, not sure. The longer they're stuck longer quote unquote because time isn't really real but the more they figure out how to do things because not all spirits that are stuck can interfere with the physical realm because again it takes a lot of energy for them to do that and they need to figure out how right but those kinds that appear in mirrors that throw doors and those kinds of things that walk behind you on the stairs they, they usually you call them poltergeists right and then I saw somewhere like a long time ago, someone was like, Poltergeist has been stuck for at least 60 years. It's all kind of bullshit. Like, don't, don't believe those kind of bullshit stories because it has nothing to do with time. It's just about how fast they figure out how to do shit. But they use you. So as soon as I got myself over the fear, and I just told myself, no matter what happens, I'm not going to be afraid. Even if they hurt me, even if they smack the door in my face, even if I see if I see them in the mirror, you know what? If I see them in the mirror, I'm just gonna look them fucking straight in the eye. And I'm just gonna fucking tell them, what's up? <laughs> not gonna get angry, not gonna attack them, it's gonna be like, what's up? What do you want? As soon as you do that, it's done. They can't bother you anymore. They can try and they can still, you know, do things. But it is only your fear that makes you susceptible to manipulation, to being hurt. Because it keeps... It first of all keeps you contracted and stuck. And second of all creates holes in your aura and your energetic field. 
because you are made of love and fear is quite the opposite of love so as soon as you give them fear you give them your own energy so you're basically like you could visualize this visualize this as putting a plug into them from you feeding them energy and you're basically fighting yourself even if it's another spirit so as soon as you drop the fear it's not scary anymore and they can't really do stuff anymore and all of a sudden you're like oh my god why was I so stupid why have I always been so afraid of this but that's because you're, it's uneducated fear you know and especially you know when stuff does happen and I'm telling this with the ghost story and you have a reason to be afraid but on the other hand you don't because even though you see a spirit in the mirror or you get a door smacked in your face like you're not dead you're still there like why are you afraid right it's different than a flame or a gun if someone pulls a gun on your head there's a big chance you're gonna die so yeah you kind of should be afraid but with these kinds of things like what the fuck would they do you know and then again it's just a suggestion based fear you're just afraid because you don't know what could happen and then if you educate yourself and the only thing you really need to know is that you are more powerful than anything you can encounter especially not physically because they are not here and you are so that kind of is fear i don't know i again i thought i had way more to say and i had way more preparation I always feel like I'm rambling, but with this episode, I'm just really like, I hope it's a good one. I hope it's not just a fucking random ass. I'm trying to think if there's something else I kind of want to say. I don't know. I've already been talking for like 40 minutes, I think. So maybe I should just, Maybe I should just cut it off here. Um, yeah, again, it's just... Um, I told the ghost story because it's very good or easy to see how you create things with fear. Because it is literally not there. It's non-physical. It's not even in this realm. So if you're going to be afraid and you're still having you know, things happen, it's quite obvious that you are doing it yourself. And I think that the individual that asked me to talk about fear meant it in that way, you know, to be af afraid of non-physical things. Because why would they ask me about fear in, in real life? Now, of course, you could ask me about fear just because of the things I talk about, right? So I think that's also what they meant it for. I'm sorry if this didn't really answer it. Um, I'm just going to stop it here. I think I'm going to upload it anyway, but the episodes that are gonna be more about angels and demons and those kinds of things and other ghost stories that i've been through they will automatically talk more about fear and i think that's why i can't really seem to get myself to get structured in this episode because yeah just talking about fear is not really uh, i don't think it's really helpful anyway a couple of examples of other stories that will come up in other videos that will definitely play into fear more so they will we'll talk about more one of them is uh, there was a spirit stuck in a home in an apartment three stories high. Uh, I'm not too sure if that spirit themselves died because they jumped off the balcony. I think it was or at least something with that because we had a visitor there like physically a person, a woman. Uh, it was a, a, another home from a buddy of mine. And a woman came over, but she was not really, not spiritual at all, but also not really too conscious in her behavior. And that spirit literally grabbed her mind and tried to throw her off the balcony with fear. She was in another room and I was just vibing right with my body on the couch. I was just sitting there, just chilling. And I started to feel things and I was like, something is not right. And literally a couple seconds later, that woman runs out of the out of the room to the living room and she just runs straight to the balcony but you know we didn't know what was going on but all of a sudden we both my buddy and mine had the intuition of like get up and grab her now so we just we stood up we grabbed her just in time because the door was already open she almost jumped she was just instantly going to jump we could just grab her by the arm pull her back 
And we just saw her like, what the fuck happened? She kind of like woke up, so to speak. She was petrified. She instantly went away as well. She looked us both in the eye and his girlfriend at the time. She looked us in the eye. She did not dare to say anything. So we were like, are you okay? Like what's going on? I mean, we already knew, right? But she was afraid of us. She was afraid of her uh, friend. She did not want to say anything. She went home and <laughs> I've never heard of her again. He hadn't talked with her later, but so yeah, fear can be really, really fucking dangerous. Especially if you're not very in control of your own mind because some spirits can, you know, grab you with fear and make you do things. But the thing is, that's not possession. Fuck, why am I gonna talk about this now? No, it's not. Anyway, that that is something, I mean, is it to look forward to? I'm gonna talk about that in other episodes. So fear is gonna come up a lot more. Again, I'm sorry if this was way too much of a ramble and a shitty video. Um, but yeah, fear is going to come up more. I just want to briefly mention because I mentioned the story really briefly. That is not possession. A lot of people think that those kinds of things are possession. They are not. That is literally suggestion-based fear. Because spirits can put suggestions and thoughts in your mind. And that spirit, in that case, wanted her to jump off the building and die in order to feed off of the energy of the fear from that because that's how that spirit died or at least that was something with that which would in turn be loose if you really want to go that route but that's mostly just fear porn and just kind of people that don't really know what the fuck they're talking about because loose isn't always just reptilian this or reptilian that it's just another word for fear and there are spirits that feed off of that because that is you could go a negative round of ascension and then you would have to feed off of fear right but again, that's not possession. That is straight up an uneducated person that is also not very conscious about the use of their mind. And, you know, if you have just the slightest gap in your aura, then a spirit can kind of hook into that and just like put thoughts, suggestions in there, fears in there. Now you might say, but Herb, she ran. She straight up ran and you, get, you grabbed her and then she kind of woke up again. Isn't that possession? No, it's not. It's manipulation. Isn't it the same with the people that are still believing in the vid? Taking the, 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 the things in the arm, you know? From which we all know that it's not tested, those things. You, they're not possessed. They're just manipulated and then at some point you kind of wake up right that's what we always say when you have spiritual awakening you wake up and then you're also like fuck what the fuck was i doing with my life you are not possessed it's just that our mind is so complicated or well it's not but it can be so complicated and it, it, it can be put on so many layers and things and suggestions that we manipulate ourselves because we feed into them and oh excuse me and then yeah stuff happens so anyway that's it for this one again for the third fourth or fifth time i'm sorry if it was not a good episode if it was too much of a ramble fear is gonna come up more in other episodes as you clearly heard because i got a lot of ghost stories to tell and i think i should just tell those things because they will automatically give you a story i will tell them better that time and you know actual things that have happened in real life so you can kind of it's kind of hard to deny so yeah that's it oh another thing is that i also upload the transcripts of the podcast now on my website gameofexistence.com for those of you who like to read i don't know and um i'm probably gonna upload two a week on tuesday and friday i think but we'll see so yeah that's it leave me a comment or tweet at me at mr herb the three is in the e is a three if you have some questions, if this episode was shitty, just let me know. I can take it. I kind of think it was, but you know, we'll see. So that's it. I love you guys and I'll see you in the next one. Bye bye.